Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 8, Rise of the Villains. Tonight's the night. Tonight, tonight. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I don't even know where I was going with that. Okay. <laughs> What'd you think? I, it was a good, it was very Barbara. It was, it was very Barbara, which is good because we've been kind of ignoring her the past couple episodes. A little bit. And I'm glad we got a pretty Barbara-centric episode. They did start kind of jumping around again. Yeah. They're trying to follow three storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, although two of them meet. Yes, in a sense, and which with was the, fine. Which is Bruce, but with with Nigma kind of hanging in the background, so I yeah. felt a little jerked around a little bit, like we used to yeah. last season. But it's not nearly as bad as it was. Which I still think has a lot to do with the fact that we know these characters now. Yeah, and it's not affecting us. We know the sets. We know. Well, and who's think who. about it now. We don't have Falcone. We don't have Maroni. In addition to penguin, in addition to fish, fish and yeah, so we've really yeah, it has kind of yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, Maybe. at least a, at least a little bit. That's my theory. So who knows? So what did you think? I thought it was okay. I mean, I liked I liked pieces of it. Um, I think more of the stuff I didn't like are more characters like "Don't be mean to my babies." Yeah, kind of thing. So I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's meant to be all sunshine all the time. So, no, yeah. Gotham's dark. Yeah. Gotham gets pretty dark. Yeah. So, uh, well, while we're talking about that, this was the eighth episode. Yes. And uh, Fox has just announced that episode 11 is going to be the fall finale. Okay. They're doing 11 up front, 11 in the back. Okay. Uh, even split. So, we get three more. So, we get three more this year. Okay. And then it comes back on February 29th. Wow, that's late. But it's running kind of late. Yeah, that's that's kind of surprising though, because usually yeah. Sleepy Hollow is the one that comes back later. Yeah, but Sleepy Hollow is coming back February fifth. But Sleepy Hollow's ending sooner. Yeah, that's. I'm actually kind of so, surprised about that with Gotham. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in between. They are, but they I, must be doing X Files. Yeah. X-Files. It's coming. That's that's right. I forgot. That's what, the article that's a six, stated. That's a six week thing. The article stated that they're doing the X Files, and as soon as it's done, done its six episode run, they're copying uh, ABC. Oh yeah, because they're doing Carter. that. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Which is hey, it worked. Gives us a little break. <laughs> I know. We need a break. Yeah. Uh, as much as we love doing this, so that that'll it, be cool. We'll, hopefully, um, we'll have some decent. Uh, casting news and stuff to maybe yeah maybe do a, a middle mid-season preview depending it on, depends on what we've got to depending work on the information we have we might do something like that maybe that's good that's a good little while to be maybe just a half hour to remind you guys that we're around yeah uh who knows <laughs> um so uh in that vein um seeing as how there will be a break we do other podcasts this is not the only one so if right? you need to binge listen as some people do. I'm I'm guilty. Yeah. I've done it. Um, we also podcast. We've talked about Sleepy Hollow. We podcast yep. for Sleepy Hollow, uh, which is also on Fox. Uh, we podcast for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. And during their hiatus, we'll be doing Agent Carter. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That's so going to be super fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing Agent Carter. Yeah. Uh, but we also have podcasted uh, MCU movies. Mm-hmm. They have their own uh, feed and also some random movies. Yeah. And you can find all of that on the Stitcher and the iTunes and Pocket Casts. I think Pocket Casts. Yeah. And, um, but also on our website. Exactly. BrandonTPodcast.com. Yep. And, uh, but you can also email us 
at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. If you have any feedback about any of those shows, we'd love to hear it. Uh, you can tweet at us at randomtcasts. Yep. Where else can they find us? They can find us on Tumblr, too, at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And I know it's a long time between Gotham episodes, because that's what, like, about two and a half months. It's a long time. Um, so if you suddenly get a eureka, oh my god, I think I know what's happening kind of moment, because I think we've all been there sure. in the shower. Um, email us. Shower and we'll, thoughts. And we'll definitely cover it, even though Absolutely. You know, we're on a hiatus. We'll, we'll cover it in the next cast we do, be, whether it's a preview or it's the, the first, first episode. First episode coming back, so... Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, we also have a sponsor now. We do. I'm excited. It's great. Uh, it is the Unofficial Natural Fandom Fragrances. Or oomph. Oomph. Uh, you can find a link to their Etsy site on our, and it's, it's in our show notes. It's on the front page of our website. Yep. Um, they're fabulous. They're wonderful. They're planning a some Black Friday sales. I they're, am so excited about that. They're doing. Because I'm a Black Friday junkie. They're doing Black they're doing Black Friday. They're also doing Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday. That's so cool. They're going to have different sales, different days. <gasps> They've really? got some new stuff coming out. They're going to be announcing on those days, mm. which is going to be real exciting. They've got some limited edition stuff coming up. And guys, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. If you have fandom friends, yep. check them out. Yeah, this um, is, and they're really reasonably priced. They really are. They start at like $5. And if you use our code, Random Tea Podcasts, You'll get 10% off $5 or more. Which uh, is pretty sweet. So, yeah. It is pretty sweet. So, mm-hmm. and they do samples, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But they cover uh, different fandoms. They cover Supernatural, Doctor Who. My mind Other ones. Totally uh, they, uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. They do the, the Harry All Potter houses. All kinds of Harry Potter stuff. Yes. Um, I'm hoping the Hermione Yule Ball is coming back. Oh, the Yule Ball. The limited edition. <sighs> it's what Christmas smells like. And I wear it all year long. Yes. I don't even uh, care. Yes, you do. And it's great. Um, and Sherlock. Yeah. And uh, let's see. They do have Joker and Harley. Yeah, they do. Which you can get in a bundle that's called the Twisted Lovers Bundle. So uh, and they've got some new stuff they're going to be releasing. So check them out and get your 10% discount. I'm telling you Christmas presents, man. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good Christmas presents, especially if you've got friends and fandoms that you're not really familiar with. Yes. You know, like if you get a Sherlock fan, the uh, Sherlock bundle, they will be delighted. Yes. Even if you're like, I don't know what's going on with the Sherlock but and the here John you go. and the Moriarty, whatever. Here you go. Here you go. They so, will make squeeze. Yes, they will. It'll be great. I promise you. So check them out. Like I said, the link's on our website. So mm-hmm. that's our sponsoring. That's our pimping. You ready to get to the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Um, it was directed by Jeffrey G. Hunt, who also directed the Blind Fortune Teller episode. That... Oh, that was the Jerome. Jerome and his daddy. Yep. Okay. And then also... Uh, it was a good episode. Mm-hmm, also coming back for uh, episode 11, the fall finale mm. of this season. Nice. And also, he did Root of All Evil for Sleepy Hollow. Really? Yes. All right. And it's all the Fox family. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was written by Jim Barnes, who um, is a producer for season two, and... Um, he did not have very many credits. I think he had a couple episodes of Nikita and a couple other things. Um, so he's kind of cutting his teeth on Gotham. But Megan Mostyn Brown was back as story editor. But he wrote this. Yeah, he wrote this. This was some good writing. Yeah. It was very cohesive. Mm-hmm. Where the... St- when you followed... A, if you were to just follow one of the stories, if you were just follow the Barbara story, mm-hmm. it was very cohesive all the oh, way yeah. through. Yeah. Which I think um, the story lady... Megan. Megan. Why can't I remember that name? 
because I can't remember anything. That's why. <laughs> um, you know, if you take the separate stories, they run really well. Yeah. So it was some pretty good writing. Yeah, I was I was pretty pleased. Um, so we start off and um, we're in this church, and and what the hell? And Barb is there, and she's got a big old updo, and she's got a bouquet, but she's like wearing this like white jackety thing. So um, we quickly find out that it's uh, it's a rehearsal. Okay, for her and Jim's wedding. By the way, the bride is not supposed to be in the rehearsal. It's bad luck. Really? Yes, it is bad I luck didn't for the know bride that. to be. Yes, because uh, one of my cousins, uh, when he was getting married. I went, uh, the whole family went down, we went down in time for the rehearsal dinner, and I got to be the stand-in. I did not know that. So, the so, I, married, just... so I married my cousin. Oh, well, there you go. Um, <laughs> you live in the South. <laughs> we do live in the South. Uh, but yes, it was just for the rehearsal, because it's bad luck for the bride. So the bride just has to wing it? That kind of sucks. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, well. I don't, this... I don't know where that came from, but. Maybe that's why this does not go well. It does not. Because her and Jim kind of joke, and then, um. The uh, priest has them kneel down, and um, he says uh, something about her unlawfully wedded husband. She's like, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. And um, Jim's like, answer. And then the priest turns into Penguin. Okay, so And weird. then the guests turn into Arkham yes. inmates. And then suddenly Barbara is... Wait, wait, um, Theo's the organist. Theo is the organist. And then suddenly Barbara is... Uh, She's in a straight jacket, in a pew, and Leslie's the bride. Oh, And no. they're all laughing at her, and then the, um, the Arkham folks start aiming guns at her. Now, there's a very important part here. Okay. She coughs up a bird. Yes, yeah, she does. The, um, and the reason why this is important, because uh, your superstition chick over here yeah. <clears throat> had to look into this. Um, it was a blackbird. Okay. Blackbirds and dreams are a bad omen. Okay. Um, evil, defeat, death, bad. Okay. Blackbirds are a harbinger of, of omens anyway. Okay. Anywhere, but in a dream specifically. Dark wings, dark words. Exactly. Um, but also being gagged is uh, translates to helplessness. Okay. And defeat. Okay. So. I could see that because she has not been in charge of things no, for a while now. But it's it really forecasts, foreshadows. Where she's going. This entire episode. Oh. Okay, that's interesting. Which I didn't, when I, when we were watching it, we were live watching it, and it happened, I was like, that means something. It's got to. They don't it's just got put crap to. in for no reason. That was far too specific. Yeah. For it to not mean anything. So after the episode, I had to go and look it up. Okay. And I was like, uh-huh. So my hunch was right. Very interesting. Yeah, because it turns out Barb wakes up in Theo's penthouse, and it, it's just a bad dream. Aww. But she sees, um... A present on the table, um, and it's like some kind of an invitation, and she opens it, and we don't see what it is, but I got the distinct impression that it was a wedding gown. Yeah. Yeah. It looks very much like a garment box, uh-huh. and after seeing the the dream wedding, it yeah. just screamed yeah. that that's what it was. Um, so we go to uh, Theo, and he is um, looking out over the city, his um, city, and Tabitha's like, damn, you know you could sleep in because you mayor now. uh, (laughs) Tabitha did she not get shot in the last episode she did we got no repercussions from that shot wounds boom healed 
Next episode, he yep. just don't get cut. Just don't get stabbed, man. Just oh get shot. Oh gosh, I just can't. Even. <laughs> and um, so Theo tells her that Jim has kind of forced his hand because Jim knows what's going on, so they have to speed things up. And I'm like, I don't know why you're worried because Jim can't get shit done. No, he can't. So um, or especially especially without Penguin, who is because Penguin was the only one that got they got uh. Well, because you know, Bullock's been background noise. Exactly. So um, so he tells her that he is supposed to meet with Bruce, and he says, by the end of the day, if everything goes to plan, um, I'll own Wayne Enterprises. Dun, dun, dun. And Tabitha's basically like, yeah, how you gonna do that? And he's like, I'm gonna offer Bruce what he wants most in the world. And we both were like, who murdered his parents? Yep. And so he's like... um. He tells Tabitha to make sure that Jim is occupied uh, while he does the Bruce thing. And this is when Barb comes in and um, she thanks Theo for the present. It's all very weird. And um, yeah, this whole this whole dynamic of the three of them is not really a try. They're not pushing the triangle. Yeah. Wow. Triangle angle. Yeah. Wow, that's you know what I'm trying to say here. They're not really pushing it, but it's still there. And the, I don't know if that's just me. It's the dynamic shipper is queen because I am the shipper queen. Yeah. I will ship anything. Yeah. Um, but it's just weird. And I don't Tabitha just she's so flat. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, and so um, Barb's like, does this mean what I think it means? And he's like, Yep. Today you get to kill Jim Gordon, and, and she's happy. And then we go to said Jim Gordon. And he is, um, him and Harvey, who does still exist and is a cop, um, they're meeting with Barnes. And um, Jim says that uh, he kind of fills um, Barnes in on um, all the Theo shenanigans that he suspects. Uh And he's like, like, we have Butch Gilzine and we have um, Penguin's word. And Barnes is like, "Uh, both of which are criminals and you don't have in custody. Well, he's, he doesn't really have any hard... Barnes no. is not wrong. He doesn't have hard proof. But Barnes doesn't tell him... He doesn't just say forget about it. Which I was surprised at. Because I, I kind of thought he would. I was too. He just wants he real said, proof. He said, come to me with evidence. You have evidence, we'll move forward. But I think Barnes is even so lawful good. Yeah. Because that's where we put him in all this. He is right. lawful good, where Jim is chaotic good. And Bullock is just neutral, neutral. Yeah. Um, Bullock's like, I would like a donut, please. (laughs) Barnes is so lawful good that he doesn't care who he takes down. If they're, if they're uh, wrong or unlawful in his eyes, doesn't matter. Just, they need to go down. And now here he's got this hint that, you know, Theo Theo might be be bad. He's ready to take him down. He doesn't care who he takes down. But he wants to do it the right way. Which is procedural way. Which is fine. Gotham needs that. But my problem is... Who, where, what's its commissioner, anybody? Yeah, that's been really bothering me. They pushed the whole commissioner thing the entire first season but with Loeb, and then we got a brief glimpse with Essen, and mm-hmm. now there's not even a discussion about yep. who's the commissioner now. Yeah. So, which bothers me because... Barnes is acting like he's running the entire place, and he is not. He is a captain. Exactly. But at the same time, we all know that Jim Gordon does eventually become the commissioner, and that's... Yeah. I think that's where the show's going to end. When he becomes commissioner. When he becomes when he commissioner. finally gets control of the GCPD. I think so. Mm, yeah. Interesting. I just, on the fly, yeah. brought that up. Yeah, because they they can't do it now. It is Way so too soon. soon. That's like season 
where we get ready to close the show's yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, they almost need to back into that. <laughs> to go, okay, when are we ending? That's when it needs to happen and we need to shoot for it. Yeah. We don't think we're going to finish after the season. We're going to be done. Yeah. We need to. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just. Yeah. So that's. that's I was a, like you. I was surprised that he, he took it. Yeah. So well. And so, you know who doesn't take it well? Leslie. Because, because uh, he runs into her outside and um, uh, she she does reinforce that Barnes is right. But she's like, um, you know, don't make this shit personal. And of course, this is when Barbara shows up in GCPD. As if on cue. As if on cue. And so um, Bar- she puts Which, her hands up and she's like, hi, Jim. How in the hell did she do that a second time? Yeah. A second time. Yeah. They have poor security at the GCPD, <laughs> at the police station. So bad. And so um, they take her new, into interrogation. And, of course, Barb will only talk to Jim. Of course. That's why she's there. Yeah, exactly. And so this is the part that I thought was really weird. Um, Barnes and Harvey are watching the interrogation As on the other side. As they should be. And Leslie's there. Why is the M.E.? If she was also a psychiatrist, I would say sure okay but she's not she have not established that exactly she's the me she's the medical examiner which means she plays with the dead bodies Mm -hmm. she admitted in season one that she did not have a lot of experience in in the whole therapy thing because that was her whole thing with i don't want to counsel you barb crazy pants but also she's a victim oh yeah she is the victim and she's involved with jane with jim James, Jim, whatever. She's involved with Jim. What the hell is she doing there? Yeah, like, she should, like, there's so many conflicts. There's only one reason why she's there. Because Jim kisses Barb. Yeah. So, um, so, (laughs) Barb's like, um. I just wanted to make kissing noises, I'm sorry. Yeah, Barb kind of, uh, taunts him and she's like, you know you want to, you know you want to rough me up. What is, okay, she just kind of, she just likes that shit, okay? I'm thinking Barb got some kink. Barb let loose, mm-hmm. and Barb got some kink, which, you know, hey, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. As no, long as it's no, consensual. As long as it's consensual, there's no kink shaming here, there but Jim go. is just not into that. No, Jim is totally not into that, because he's like, I don't want to hit you. And um, Jim's like... Besides, a- he would still lose. Yeah, he would. <laughs> and Jim's like, um, you're a good woman, but you're just sick. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure she's not no, a good woman. No. She's, uh, she's pretty bad shit. You know, and I'm pretty sure she's reveling in this whole evil thing. She is what the kids these days call cray cray. She cray cray. And so um, it's just insane to me. But um, of course, this is when Barbara, she starts crying. She's using every weapon in her arsenal. And she's playing him like a fiddle. And this is when Jim kisses her. And I was I, like, I was like, okay, this is poor. Even this is because he says later that this is all part I of the plan. I still don't. This is awful. What? And I'm surprised Bullock didn't call him on it because Bullock will call Jim on his shit every single time. Because Barnes even calls him on it. But this, but you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I could see Bullock doing the same thing because Bullock will do whatever it takes. That's true. You but, know what you know what we haven't seen in a long time? What? A Bullock montage. No, he hasn't beat up any pimps in a long time. With his pimps and his prostitutes mm-hmm. and his, his Doing people. his police work. I know. I kind of miss that. I know. And a hot dog. Hot uh, <laughs> dog. So, uh, so Barb's like... Um, I just want to see him eating Barb's a hot dog. Barb's like, I knew it. You still have feelings for me. And he's like, 
uh, or she's she's like, I want to show you something. And he's like, what is it? She's like, uh-uh. She's like, it's a surprise. And then I'll tell you everything. Because he's been trying. He's trying to like, what do you want to tell me? Is it about the break-in? Theo did the break-in. Was it Theo? It was Theo, wasn't it? And she's like, anyway. Who? So I want to take you on a field trip. Field trip. And so uh, they're interrupted because there's a knock at the door. And um, Barbara's like, lawyer's here. And um, Which, okay, I just would like to say. For all of our listeners out there. Yeah. And I have iterated this to my children so many times. If you ever get arrested. Lawyer. Lawyer up. Immediately. No matter what happened. No matter how guilty or innocent you are. Lawyer up. Lawyer up immediately. Don't Do you not, talk. Don't talk to anybody. I don't care how innocent you are. Mm-hmm. Immediately. And, you know, she does, sort of. And um, I don't think she cares. So, yeah. No, I think this is all part of the plan. And so she gives... Uh, Jim, five whole minutes to think about what she's offering, which is field trip for information. Um, which is probably four minutes longer than I would have given him. Yeah. I mean, because put yourself in that Barbara mindset. She, ooh, Lord. Wow. She's imagine so much imagine fun, if you will. She's so fun, though. Like, I she's love fun. Crazy Barb. Crazy Barb love is her. awesome. Babs. Excuse yeah, me. Babs. Babs. Stabby Babs. Stabby Babs. Is the hashtag. Stabby Babs. She did a, she did a, uh, Aaron. Aaron Richards. Did a Q&A after the episode aired Monday night, because I stayed on Twitter. Okay. And was watching it, and the hashtag was Stabby Babs. That is awesome. And she was answering questions. Somebody asked her, Oh, I think it was the Gotham Addicts asked yeah. her um, which she preferred better, ra- the original flavor Babs or Crazy Babs. And, and she's, she's like, like crazy. crazy. Yeah, I know. She loves. Because I've read interviews with her where she's like, this is fun. Yes, she loves it. And so uh, Jim leaves and um, this is where we get a little creepy creep moment because mm-hmm. Barb, you know, with that intense crazy stare, she uh, she gets up and she stands at the mirror and it's exactly where Leslie's standing on the other side. Yeah. And they have this creepy moment because, you know, Barb's got the crazy eyes. Crazy creeps. And so um, outside, Jim goes to talk to Barnes. And um, Jim's like, let's do this. And uh, Jim, I think, okay, here's my opinion. Okay. I think Jim is so ready for results I think so too he needs a win so hard and a resolution to this especially when it comes to Barbara yeah and he I think it's about Barb more so than it is Theo at this point could be that he has just got blinders on yeah because everybody else in this room is making sense yeah even Bullock is like (laughs) no she crazy yeah because Leslie's like hey Barbara was in Arkham and she's really ill she's sick She's Which very I'm, sick. I kind of like that Leslie keeps referring to her man. as she's She's sick. ill. She's sick. Yeah, it's not. She's crazy. And then Harvey's like, yeah, it's a trap. And, and um, she is in complete control. Yeah. And Barnes is like, he mentioned something about the kissing. And Jim's like, that was for strategy. And uh, Leslie's like, yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, and she's like, and Leslie's like, no, she needs to, she needs to go back for treatment. No questions asked. She needs to go. But she doesn't want to lock her up. Yeah, she wants her to get help. Right. Which almost to a fault because Bab's crazy. She and she's like homicidally crazy. Like we've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, but then again, we are behind the scenes. That's true. Um, 
So Jim's like, uh, nope, we're going with the plan, and, and I'm going to get information on Theo, and it's going to be great. And Barnes lets him do it. Mistake. Because I think at this point, Barnes mentions that the strike force is restaffed. They've gotten some new recruits. Yeah. I also think Barnes is beginning to realize that he can't stop him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's got Jim no... Is an, Jim is an unstoppable force That's unless true. you punch him. That's true. Um, and so this is where we move on to Ed's storyline. <laughs> and he's going on a field trip of his own uh, into the forest. In his green in his green car. car and did you notice that kind of coat i associate with sherlock holmes because it's got the it's a jacket it but it's did. got like a yes. cape with it and yes. so yeah but it's a raincoat raincoats are kind of built that way yeah so and um so he's out there because he's got Kristen's body and he's gonna he's gonna dig him a hole because he's got a shovel and you know so we only get a little flash of him and then we go to theo and um Theo has invited Bruce to uh, to to talk to him, and uh, who is there but Silver? Okay, now this scene confuses me. Okay, before right before Bruce comes in, someone says, "Miss um, Saint Cloud, you have a visitor." Not Theo has a visitor, right? But he's there to see Theo, right? Not see unless it was just another chance to. I get her claws into him, but yeah, because um, I I would think that proper etiquette, as these rich folks tend to do, I mean, if, to take Alfred for example, um, that that person would have said, "Miss Saint Cloud, Mister Wayne is here." Yeah, because he, he's not a visitor for her. Silver. Yeah, it's a visitor for Theo. Who just doesn't happen to be in the room right now. Well, and she She's says, receiving him or whatever. And she even says, my uncle wanted me to apologize for making Because he's you, delayed. Right. She's just receiving him. So. Yeah. It just totally. That just bothered you. Made it, you know, Alfred wouldn't have made that mistake. He would not have. Um, and so they have a little, a little moment. But then, of course, Theo comes in. And Silver leaves. And, of course, gives a very uh, there's poignant some, look to the camera. There's some knowing looks between the two of them. Yeah. And I'm like, um, you just look like a bedazzler threw up on you. Let's not be so high and mighty, Miss Silver St. Cloud. Yes. Just killed me. They're really sexifying that young girl. Yeah, I thought so too. Mm-mm. I didn't like it. It was real short, no sleeves, low cut. Mm-hmm. Mm. Didn't like it. Did not like it. Um, you don't need to objectify her to no. make her desirable. No, and to show that she's desirable to Bruce because he's a child too. Exactly. So I mean, yeah. they're like what twelve, thirteen? Yeah, tops. Tops. Yeah. Um. So we go back to the GCPD and um. Jim and Harvey and the Baby Strike Force. They're getting ready, and um. Barnes is like, we're going to be following you, um. In this giant, uh, tank. Yeah, kind of like tactical bus, mm-hmm. and um. You know, Barnes is going to monitor the situation, and then Jim and Harvey are going to take her in a squad car. And uh, Jim looks over at Leslie, and, you know, and he's like, he's like, yeah, whatever, you can pull the plug if anything goes wrong. I'm going to ignore you anyway, but it'll be fine. And so uh, Jim goes to talk to Leslie, and um, Barnes has a little Harvey moment. He does. He pulls a bullock off to the side. Yeah. And it reiterates... Re- Reiterates? Reiterates? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, about pulling the plug to mm-hmm. 
to, to uh, Harvey because he knows to Harvey. he knows he's talking sense to the two of them, and it ain't Jim, right? And he tells him, you know, he got to keep uh, Jim's head in the game. Mm-hmm. And Bullock says, no one's ever accused me of playing any mind games. Yeah, I'm like, oh, honey. But he does. Yeah. I've seen him do it. Yeah. When it suits him. He's not that stupid. He's no. not. A, he's not as stupid as he plays. Exactly. Exactly. And I think he tries, he likes to keep that in his back pocket. I think he does too. Um, so, uh, Jim goes to talk to Leslie and, um, she's like, basically this is a bad idea and that Barb still has a hold on you. And she says, your sickness feeds each other and he's like i'm not sick she's the sick one she's like oh no jim she's like jim you ignorant slut <laughs> you <laughs> that was in the closed captions i saw yeah that. and so she's basically she says something like you run toward the abyss and the abyss looks back <laughs> no that's a oh sorry episode. that was a different show that's a sleepy hollow episode sorry um but yeah and it's like basically you have shit judgment and you and you run to do the thing despite the fact that you shouldn't do the thing but she's not wrong no she's not wrong at all leslie's damn perceptive this entire show should be renamed jim no jim no and then jim goes jim yes (laughs) and he does the thing he does the thing and everybody else just goes fuck yep yeah that's the show that's it right there. that's pretty much it and so um, he's like, no, it's fine. We're just going to, I'm just doing my job. And this is where he marches Barbara out. And she's like, bye, Leslie. Harvey marches her out. Oh, Har- yeah. Harvey, Harvey walks her by. And he is giving her the, si- he's got his hat. I know. He's got his angry he's hat He's got his on. angry hat. And he is Love side-eyeing that. her. He yeah. does not like Barbara. He never has. All. No, he never really has. Nope. He's jealous. Just saying. Well, you know. Um, so we go back to Theo and Bruce, and um, Theo's like, so, uh, you know, if you could basically have your dream come true, what would it be? And Bruce is like, I want to know who killed my parents. And um, Theo's like, well, what would you do if you found the guy? And Bruce is like, I'd kill him. Bruce, honey, no, you wouldn't. You know better than that. Yeah. After the whole Reggie incident. That should have shown him right away. But, you know. See, I, d- I don't care for this inconsistency in his character. Yeah. Because I think he learned a valuable lesson with the whole Reggie thing. Like, I can't do this and it does not sit well with me. I think what Bruce should have said was bring him to justice. Yes. I understand. Yes, he is a child. Yes, he is an angsty teen. He's full of emotions. He's full of hormones or whatever. Yeah. But this just, after the way he reacted with what happened to Reggie. Mm-hmm. To see him say this, yeah, so ca- and so quickly, so out of character, he just does not hesitate. He's like, "I kill him." S- yeah, so it's yeah. just it bugged me that that was his reaction. Um, and so Theo's like, "You want to know what my dream is? It's to save Gotham. Can it get rid of all the corruption and clean up the crime and and make make it you know a great city again?" And he's got all these plans, but you know what, Bruce? He needs your help. Yeah, he does. And he's like, if you help me, I'll help you have your dream. Help me help you. And I'm like, oh, bullshit. Bullshit. So much. And so we get a really quick um, a quick cut to um, Jim and Harvey and Barbara in the police car. And um, she just tells them to start heading downtown. Well, and, 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 and They're on the move. Well, Jim asks Bullock. How he feels about how he is he on board with this? He's checking with in with his partner, which I 
loved. Yes. Because it just, it's really feeling like Bullock's becoming a part of the show again. Yeah, because he wasn't for a while. No, he really wasn't. Last episode, I think, was the first time he really started Mm -hmm. coming back on board. But he says something to to the effect of, and I'm totally paraphrasing here, he says, anything that makes that tight-ass pucker, I'm on board for. (laughs) So, um, that is not a direct quote. (laughs) But that's what he meant to say. That's basically what he meant. Yeah. Um, So, we go back to Theo and Bruce, and... um, He's like, uh, you know, uh, Wayne Enterprises has this great reputation, but it's a lie. It kind of is. And, and it, he's not he's not wrong. And he's like, he's been investigating them for a really long time, which first of all, that should have been your first red flag. Ding, 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 ding. He says he's been looking into Wayne Enterprises for a long time, well before he got to Gotham. And he found all this stuff like um, uh, weapons, uh, toxic waste, and he uses the phrase nightmarish experiments, which means Indian I think Hills. he knows what's going on with Indian Hill. Well, of course he does. He's the one who sent Firefly there. Yeah. You know he did. And so um, Bruce is like, yeah, I'm going to fix it. It's 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 fine. And he's it's like, fine. he's like, yeah, no, you can't deal with this with this board. They've proven that they will kill people. And um, he's like, but I can so give me controlling interest in your company. Just and, give it to me. And, and I'll pay you a, a crap ton of money. And Bruce is like, um, it's my family's company? And he's like, yeah, but, you know, also one thing I can give you, you know, if you want it, is who killed your parents? And um, because he says he knows, um, he knew all this stuff about the night of the murders. He knew that they weren't originally supposed to go to the movies, that Bruce was not supposed to be with them. Um, he knows, he know, he knows that the killer was following them that night. And, um, so he's just, he'll, he'll give him Yeah, they the were name supposed the to go to the theater, not the movies. And yeah, he knows all these really weird details. Which I kind of like that because canonically, I think it is a theater performance. I think it was. Um, so that was kind of cool. It was. Now that I think about it. But, um, but. Um, this should have been another giant red flag. Like, wait a minute. Let me get this. Let me get this straight. You're all about justice and rooting out corruption. Sure. And crime. Because he's a great guy. But you won't give me the name of the people that killed my parents. Unless. Unless I sell you most of my company. Controlling interest in my company. 51%, which would be controlling interest. Why does no one in this show call this man on his bullshit? That is total bullshittery. Like, I think even baby Bruce would be like, let me get this straight. You're such a great guy. How can you respect this man at all? This whole thing is shady. And he's like, I'm going to real slim shady at that. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do away with all this shady stuff by doing this other shady thing. I, it, okay. So here's my question. Uh, yeah. That's it's total bullshit. And yeah. I just don't even see how that made it through as a plot, but whatever. Um, here's my question about the whole situation. Did Theo have the information? Set it up. Long game. Or. Did he really just find out about it? Okay, my theory was because Mayor James was clearly a part of the organization that ran Gotham the way it ran it. The powers that be back when... Because we knew Falcone and Moroni were not the powers that be. Somebody greater than them. Yeah, I think he kept Mayor James alive for a reason. Okay. Because as we find out, it's a complete liability that he's still alive. Uh I think he provided the evidence. 
I don't think that Theo. You don't think Theo did it? Mm-mm. I think Theo did it. And it, I kinda, I have no proof for it, but that's what I, I think. I kind of would feel a little bit cheated unless they knew that Theo was coming in when they killed the Waynes. As the long game? Yeah. In season one? Yeah. I think they did. You I think? Could, I could see them thinking it through. Okay. To a long, to, to a season. T- because you've got to have a long game. You've got to have a story arc for the show. Yeah. You've got to have the long, long game. But also, canonically, this is never solved. Yeah, canonically, nobody no, knows. No, oh, no, 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 they do know. I think it was Victor. Did they? It was, it was Chill. Was it? It was Joe Chill. I have no idea. You know more about DC than I do. I think, I know at least in the Nolan verse, and I think it's the case in canon, and we'll probably look into that, but um, but yeah, I think it was Joe Chill. And um, so I don't know. I just think this is this is uh, really interesting because um, I think it could go either way at this point. We don't really get a whole lot of resolution in this episode. <gasps> what? Joe Chill. Joe Chill. In okay. canon. Okay. It was Joe Chill. Okay. Look at you. I knew stuff about I'm things. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. Go me. Go you. Um, go you. And so he's it's like. It's my birthday. Oh, wait. It Almost your birthday. It's almost my birthday. Um, and so to make it even shadier, he's like, I need your answer by the end of the day, which isn't no pressure, no pressure just by the end of the day. None. You know, the company that's like four generations in your family. It's fine. It's fine. So, um, we go back to the Barbara mobile (laughs) and, um, which at first I kind of questioned why they were taking the cop car as opposed to a regular car, but it does have the. Grading the bar. Him, the bar. yeah because she needs that. she is a murderer <laughs> yes um and so uh barb's trying to you know tell jim to cheer up and jim's like uh i know this shit's a trap basically and he starts talking about theo and um he's like you know theo's gonna do away with you when he's done with you and harvey's like bitch is crazy she's not gonna talk to you this is all a game to her we need to turn around yeah and jim's like i just need more time and i'm like you're talking about her in front of her i just need more time to crack her or whatever and i'm just like <laughs> you are such a dumbass Jim that's Gordon. gonna work who's playing who yeah we all know yeah um so then we go back to ed who's having a weird little moment in the woods because he has dug a grave yes um, but then he's also pouring wine, and he's got a picnic, two glasses of wine, and he's like, I want to have one last, because he starts talking to Kristen, and he's like, I wanted to have one last meal, and he's like, you know, you helped the two parts of me reunite. Which tells us that the whole- Dark Enigma's done. The whole multi-personality thing is done. Because he didn't crop up at all this episode. No, he is- he is a mix of the two. And he's got that kind of like gleeful. Yeah. Like he's a little teeny mega tiny bit sad about Kristen, but he's mostly yes. like, this was great. But thanks. And he's like, I'll remember you. And this is when some hunter shows up. Now wait. Before the hunter gets there. Okay. He says a riddle. Yeah. And he starts halfway through the riddle because I looked the riddle up. Okay. Of course I did. Of course you did. So what Nygma gives on screen, he says, I take you by night, by day take you back, none suffer to have me but do from my lack. Okay. What am I? Shit if I know. Okay, let me give you the entire riddle. Okay. And see if it helps. Because you know I'm rubbish at riddles. Oh, I am too. I had I didn't know the answer until I looked it up. 
I weaken all men for hours each day. I show you strange visions while you are away. I take you by night, by day take you back. None suffer to have me, but do from my lack. What Sleep. am I? Sleep. I and this sh- and the show started with what? Uh, dream. Dream. Ah. Mm, do you see the cohesion they have? Yeah, that's interesting. That's good. That's good to note, though. But I had to, of course, I had to go look. Anytime he does a riddle that he doesn't give an answer to. Yeah. I gotta go find out. Yeah. So, there it is. Um, so the hunter shows up, and he's like, what's in your what's trunk? Up? And, of course, Edward is forced to kill him. He is, of course. And he has to hit him over, this, over the head with his shovel. And um, the guy falls kind of on the trunk in the hole kind of deal. And he's like... Don't go anywhere. And then he goes back to that his car. That was hilarious. And so we really see that Ed is past, well past the breaking point. He just point. does not care. Um, and so he's just he kind of having fun. He has no fucks left he to give. He has no fucks to give. And so... <laughs> Kristen got his last one. Speaking of no fucks, uh, we go back to Jim and Barb. Who has no fucks. Who has no fucks. And um, Barnes is calling in. And he's... Uh, they're driving... Um, you know, the road is uh, kind of boxed in, and they're under a bridge, and Barnes is like, this would nope. be a great spot for an ambush. Let's stop this. And um, Barb's like, Barb reminds him, she's like, okay, you can, but, you know, if you go away, you're not going to get anything from me. And um, <laughs> and Barnes tells him to turn back, and Harvey's like, oh, I can't hear you. You're breaking up. <laughs> Click. And uh, so because right away, like Harvey's now, like, whatever dumb shit move you're going to make, I'm behind you, buddy. Because Harvey is behind every single dumb shit move that Jim makes, regardless. Yes, because Harvey loves him That's so right. much. He's like, whatever, we'll die together. Whatever, we're going down. I'm going <laughs> down with you. It'll be all right. So <laughs> it's great. It's stupid. Um, and It's great. And so Jim gives Barb a little speech. And he's like, don't throw your life away. And I'm like, okay, I take, I take umbrage with that because... Her life is done. It's done. She yeah. will be, even if she's in somewhere nicer than Arkham, she will be institutionalized for the rest of her life. Forever. Um, and so um, she's like, uh, we had a real life and we really loved each other and I still love real you. Real love. And uh, she's going on and on. And of course, this is when a semi slams into the car. Okay, you have to admit that scene was shot really well. Yes. Yes. Because my stomach... Dropped. I was like, oh shit. Even though we saw it in I was the previews. I was expecting an ambush from above like they talked about. Yeah. I wasn't expecting just a full well, on T bone. We saw I saw the T bone in commercials in previews. Oh, I don't know that I paid I close saw enough attention it. I to the knew previews. it was coming. And it still hit me in the stomach. That's good. So it was really well done. And um they do take fire um from some snipers and the, um, and give fire. Yeah, and this the strike force is able to um, get out of their vehicle, but they're kind of subdued rather quickly because these are, you know, baby children cops. Yes. And I'm like, quit recruiting babies. I don't even know what that's about. And um, Jim kind of gets, he's he's groggy and he's in his, uh, in his seat and um, he can see some gunmen coming and... Um, Jim, of course, draws his gun. Harvey is out cold. Harvey's out cold, and um, he's visibly bleeding from a head wound. And um, he gets he gets out of the vehicle, and of course, Barb's already out, and he pulls a gun on her. 
And she's like, you're going to shoot me? And of course, this is when Tabitha rams uh, a needle into Jim's neck. Because that kind of stuff is just rampant. Well, they're criminals anyway. What can I say? Um, So at the station, um, Barnes is trying to figure out where the fuck Jim is. And um, this is where we do see, because I know you were worried about Harvey. I, I was you, very worried about Harvey. I, think I you was, only had to worry about him for like a commercial break. Yes. I was so concerned that, that yeah. Yeah. And so Harvey is there and he's awake and coherent. Um, he's got a visible wound, but um, it's Barnes, bandaged, yeah. Barnes tries to tell him to go home and he's like. Are you kidding? Yeah. No. That's, that's not going to happen. That doesn't go over really well. Okay. So I didn't notice this in our, when we watched it live. Okay. In the rewatch. Lee is strangely absent. Mm-hmm. She is not there freaking. She was there. She's not lurking in the background. She's I mean, not. she was there for the Barb interview. You would think she would be around for this whole deal, and she was not there yeah. at all. Yeah. But of course, we know where she is. Yeah. Um, and so we go back to Ed, and um, he has brought tools at least. He's prepared, which apparently that saw is battery-operated. Sure, whatever. And so he's going to have to cut the hunter up because he's like, you know, the grave's not big enough, so I've got to make you fit. And um, this is when he notices uh, someone has eaten his picnic lunch of sandwiches. And that should have been my damn clue. Well, okay. The On Twitter, because I do check Twitter when we watch these shows. Yes. You get so much, it's so much fun. If you're not following the Gotham TV writers twitter account it's Who, can hilarious. i just say can i just say that gotham and gotham writers retweeted us they did and i was so excited they did uh we sent them the gif of uh from Shaun of the dead mm-hmm. there's uh there's a scene where ed says into the phone we're coming to get you barbara yeah so we tweeted the gif at them and they retweeted it from us and so yeah it was funny it, it was, was hilarious it was great twitter was blew great. up for a little while it during did our, we, during our watch we we had a moment of oh we're famous yeah um, for like two seconds yeah it was great um but the gotham tv writers twitter account said now who do we know that loves free sandwiches and of course i responded oh penguin loves him some sandwiches and didn't think and twice didn't, of, even, didn't yeah. even skip a beat and i was like oh yeah. god they just they trolled me yeah, they trolled they you. Me. They trolled they you good. They got me good. Yeah. <laughs> and so he uh, he sees these footprints leading off. Which um, does he have like eagle vision from Assassin's Creed? I think or some he does shit? because I would have been like anyway. But the footprints should have been a damn clue who that was. That is a very specific, very gate. distinctive. Um, and so, but Ed goes to he's he's gonna he's gonna follow them and figure out of who ate his is. sandwiches and saw his bodies because he is not timid no anymore no he's he's gonna take he care of is enigma yeah so uh so we go he's back the to real he's the real he's the real i'm he's sorry real. move on so we go back to um to bruce and he's in the cave with bats that is not the bat cave no Bullshit. it's not the bat cave how can it be the bat cave but bats. this is a really good place to use this location yeah yeah, for this I conversation, can see him retreating down there. Well, this particular conversation, I think, yeah. needed because this was his dad's place. That and I was really getting sick of the one the room. set. Yeah, and so um, Alfred finds him, and he's been rereading the letter Thomas left for him, and um, he's like, uh, "Alfred, how long is this going to take? 
how long is this going to take for us to fix Wayne Enterprises and and for me to be ready? For me to be ready. And Alfred's like, a but long time. And he's like, but you will get there, I promise. And um, which I will say, Bruce's Bruce's argument is better than whatever bullshit Theo told him because he's like, how many people is the company going to kill before I can do that? Exactly. Now, Alfred saying to him that it'll take years. Mm-hmm. is a double-folded nod. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, it's a nod to how long his training actually took in canon. Mm-hmm. Which in canon, Bruce actually started younger than this Bruce. Really? Yeah, not by much, but he was younger than this. Like 10? Yeah, he was a little bit younger than this when okay. he started. Um, but it also reinforces, reinforces uh, the idea that we will not see Batman in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so he will not. I really still want it to be the se- series finale. Him standing on a rooftop in the, scene. The cloak Batman. billowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, that would that would be cool. I would kind of like you that can't too. end this show any other way. Yeah, but that's a that's a double folded nod. Yeah, right there because so. they've promised that we are, we will never see Batman. You will on never screen. see Batman. Um, but mm. they could be talking about him. But I need... You could get Jim but he's, talking I, but, about this vigilante that... Well, like, if you remember in, like, Batman Begins, Bruce was 20s? Mid, yeah, he was mid-20s, yeah. Before he began, before he took on the mantle. Yeah. So, we got a long time well, to Well, that was before he disappeared. But Yeah, he disappeared, he disappeared to get more training. He disappeared for, like, seven years or whatever it was. So, he got more training mm-hmm. and then came back before he actually... So, he was probably early 30s before he actually became the Batman. Right. Well, and you know that there were false starts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so. So, um, Blessing. so Bruce fills Alfred in on the whole Theo thing. And why Alfred, well, he does kind of call him on his bullshit. Yeah. And Alfred's like, um, this is extortion. And Bruce is like, but it's the only, he, he's like, but I have to. I have to fix Wayne Enterprises as quickly as possible and preserve my dad's legacy. <gasps> and, oh my God, he's like, the legacy is standing right in front of me. And they hug. Oh, and there's I'm a like, hug. Finally. And um, But I really am still irritated that Alfred did not call bullshit. I mean, he like does. more clearly. He does call bullshit, but what you do is you but pick up the phone. Up, you line up the, the, okay, first of all, did you not think that this is a kind of a criminal thing to do? It's blackmail. It's yeah. extortion. And what do you do when this, this sort of situation? You pick up the phone, you call Jim Gordon because you know Theo guilty. Yeah. Hello. And Jim can say, hey, I know Theo's guilty. Uh, let's Here's wait. Pr- if Barnes needs proof, how much more proof do you need that he's extorting a 12-year-old kid to sign over ha- his multi-billion-dollar company instead of turning it into the police? He's yep. the freaking mayor. Does he not have an obligation to give this information to the police? Yes, exactly. So, you're right. But then again, that would save Bruce the choice, uh, no. which is what this was all about. But Bruce does say something and and I I thought this was really good because we miss a lot of this part in a lot of the adaptations of Bruce struggling with this. Yeah. And he asks, is it wrong for him to want this to be over? Oh, yeah. And I totally feel this, like, 13-year-old kid. He does not deserve this weight that has been put upon his shoulders no. at all. And so he sees maybe it's not the best way, but it would be kind of over. 
And so I, I, I'm, I'm glad they addressed that because he's, well, he's, he's trusting. Well, and he's, but he's at the same time he's trusting Theo to actually fix things. Mm-hmm. And you know, and yeah, he's, he's and still he, putting a lot of trust in somebody who's trying really to extort is. him. Yeah, and that's just a little too much. Yeah, but I like that he struggled with it. And so Alfred's like, you're not wrong. and Yeah, because and, Bruce is a child. Yeah, and of, of course it's natural for you to... Absolutely. Wanting it to be over and doing the thing are two different things. Right, but Alfred should have taken him the right direction. Yeah. To do it the right way, the lawful way. Yeah. Um. So we get a hug and Bruce cries and mm. then we move on to Jim. I love those two together. I Sean know. and David are incredible. They are so great together. And so uh, Jim wakes up and he is in this church. Going to the chapel. And, and going to get tied to a chair. <laughs> because he's tied up. And this is when Barb shows up in a wedding dress. With a shotgun. With a shot. It's literally a shotgun It's a shotgun wedding. wedding yeah. um, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for her to be like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. But, um. So uh, she's like, remember when I was super excited to get married, even though neither one of us were consistently referring to each other as fiance, but whatever. And um, that's still gripes at you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And so Jim's like, um, you know, w- there is no us. We d- we're not a them. We're, we're which I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have kissed her earlier. I uh, know this. May- this is leading the crazy lady on. You know, this is leading her on a little bit. And um, Barb points out that they have a priest who's also tied up and they have witnesses who, who are, are also tied, tied up. up and she's she's like yep you knew it was a trap but uh you came anyway you came anyway and um so barb is like uh you know we're we're gonna get married and so jim's like i don't want to die and she's like whatever and um she's like uh you're lying to yourself and you're lying to leslie and Jim's like, uh, once again, I don't lie to Leslie. She knows everything. Which, strangely, she, she does. That's why they're about to break up. Yeah. And um, so this is when Tabitha, who is still masked at this point. Like it matters. Like it matters because he already knows Theo's, you know. But he, he knows, but he doesn't know. Yeah, that he doesn't have, pre- he can't say, I saw it with my own eyes. And she is walking around awfully well to have a gunshot wound. And at the end of this episode, to see somebody else with a gunshot wound who is not a, it. Yeah. Consistency. Consistency name is, is not Gotham. Not Gotham. Because this is, and that's the thing. Barnes makes a point at the beginning of the episode of saying, you want to go after a guy who was, or, or maybe it was Leslie. Um, you want to go after a guy who was sworn in as mayor yesterday. So this, so this just is literally happened. the next day. And Tabitha's acting like nothing happened. Yeah. And Penguin got her serious constitution. He I'm got her you. like in the shoulder. I think. She's got like a twenty level die. Yeah. She's got a natural twenty. Her health regen constitution. is like really yeah. high. Yeah. For those of you who play. D&D, um, yeah. which, you know, I never play D&D, but I still know how to roll stats. Well, there you go. So, anyway. Um, and so, this is when Tabitha brings out Leslie, who's also tied up. Everybody's tied up except I Barb. love the old-timey wheelchairs. Yeah. Yeah. Why did... Now, see, Barb should have known better. Barb should have grabbed Harvey, too. That she was a good should point. should have known. That's a good point. She should have known better. She could have just grabbed Harvey and saved herself a hell of a lot of trouble because God knows Barnes wasn't going to find Tabitha him. Tabitha should have known better. 
But Barb should have ex- especially known. At least Barb known. should have known. Because who did Jim leave Barb for? Harvey. Harvey and the GCPD. And he was right there. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I know. But, um, so Tabitha does tell Barb to savor the moment. And this is when we see that um, Jim is trying to get himself. He's trying to, like, fray the ropes. Yeah, it's the behind-the-back yeah, scene. The, here, 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 here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we it's go great to, noise, so really. So we go to Bullock, and um, he's listening to uh, the interrogation. Doing his thing. And so he hears the part about the wedding dress <gasps> and the church, and he's he, he immediately runs to Barnes, and he's like, I know what's going on. He's like, she gonna try to do the whole marriage wedding thing. And the fact that Bullock knew which church it was. Gotham Cathedral. Which just happened to be in the area. He's like, right. they were gonna, he knew where they were going to like, get married. He's like, it's really close by. And um, Barnes is like, I don't know. That's kind of not a lot of evidence. And Harvey's like, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. Well, he says, I know in my heart or something. Yeah. He's, he's in, in my gut or whatever. Seriously, he knows. And um, No, really. Barnes is like. Okay. okay, which I thought was good because I'm like, okay, Barnes, you have risen in my estimation a little bit that you listened to my Harvey. But the fact that he is not taking over screen time from Bullock anymore as much, yes, yes, makes me feel better. But see, th- to kind of go off and look at the future, if every time we introduce a GCPD character, it's to the detriment of Harvey. No, thank you. No, thank you. No. I do not want that to happen. If you cannot, because like I look at shows like Game of Thrones and these really giant ensembles who, although yes, you go, oh crap. Okay. Brienne wasn't in this episode or whatever, but when she's there, she's there. Well, you know how, but Game of Thrones won't even submit for the Emmys. Leading. Leading. That's true. They're all supporting or it's an ensemble. That's true. It's never leading. I love that about them. Nobody's. But I just think that character. shows like this can learn from shows like yeah. Game of Thrones. And you can be more artful with how... It's not just like, okay, well, we only have room for like three GCPD characters. And so I've got to ignore Harvey for like four no, episodes. I don't think because so. Because I don't like that at all. And no. I know you don't. No. No, I don't. Because they've spent a lot of time getting us invested in them. I Well, and in the relationship between Jim and Bullet. And then to just go, wait a minute, we're just ignoring... I just didn't like no, it. But but either. this was good. It was good. Um, So we go back to Barb and crazy marriage time and... um, Talk about needing some counseling. Yeah. And so Barb's like, so Leslie, how are things with Jim? <laughs> <laughs> and Leslie's like, um, I know everything. And Barb's like, yeah, Jim's a trash can and he can't be honest with anybody except for Harvey. And um, so Jim's like, um, Barb, you're kind of super dishonest all the way around. And um, this is where Barb mentions that uh, Mayor James is still alive. And where he is. And where he is to be like, prove that like, I'm not dishonest. And um, but she will not say who's involved. She will not mention Theo. No. She will not mention Theo. And um, because I think she knows the second she names him, like Tabitha's going to pop up and kill her. Probably. I mean, like, she's seen it done several times. Well, and she times. doesn't want to give up the golden goose. Exactly. And so um, she's she starts talking to Leslie, and um, she's like, uh, Jim knows, you know, she's like, you know that Jim is an addict, and um, which is exactly what Leslie told him. Pretty much, yeah. Previously. So this is just confirming what Leslie thought. And um, 
Barb's really surprised that Leslie's Leslie knows the whole story of Jim's reinstatement. Yeah, because late Leslie just she's like, yeah, he killed the guy. Yeah, he killed him for penguin. Yeah, and um, and I think Barb is angry. Yeah, that Leslie does know. Yeah, because she, I think she thought this was going to be a ha ha moment, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You're in love with a cold, cruel, death obsessed sadist," and I'm like, "She knows, maybe not." sadist maybe just stupid maybe the rest of it isn't that far off and this is when of course she gets a knife out because barb likes her knives and um she had it in her like her hair in her hair it was awesome well and she makes the mistake of leaving the shotgun yeah on the arm of the wheelchair between them yeah like you know that was set up yeah but you know then again she's crazy monologuing so that's true he Which did get her actually, monologuing. It's actually in character for her to be distracted by it. Because a lot of this has thrown her off. Well, and I can see Jim purposely is trying to get her to monologue in order to ear, 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 yeah. get himself free. Exactly. It works. So he's keeping her talking. And um, so I loved her pulling the hair out. I don't know if it was in her veil or her hair, but it was awesome. She just pulls a giant knife out. And um, she reiterates that she knows Jim better than Leslie does. She says she loves him more. She says, I'm going to prove I love him more. I'm going to carve your pretty face off your skull. Yeah. And she's got the knife against Leslie's face. Now wait. Yeah. In the new 52, (gasps) Joker cuts his own face off. Ooh. Yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Yes. Um, That's so gross. So are they pointing towards Stabby Babs? being joker i don't know she did she did have a front row seat to jerome it is a fan favorite theory that she's gonna be that she will be joker it's almost like she's joker and harley put together she kind of is she could not be wait 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 wait, wait, wait. oh my god you got more she could call jim mr (laughs) j I'm totally making this shit up, but I don't know. It's I, a fan favorite theory. Depending on how well they could do it, and if Aaron is up for the challenge, I would I not, think Aaron could do it. I think she could. I would not be adverse to that. Depending on how well no. they wrote that, I would be okay with that. Because because look, well, at, they gender bend Firefly. They did, and she saw firsthand what kind of Jerome's level of showmanship could do. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I kind of like that. Yeah. So, and she um fell through the window. Yeah, she did. Who knows how she's cut. So, uh... So- Sorry, I just... The, the whole... I love cut that. Your I love face that. off. And you were like, of- like alarm bells were going off. Yeah. Because I remember you told me that several months ago. Oh, yeah. And that's a whole, because, you know, they retcon yeah. over and over and over. But yeah, good times. Um, This is where Leslie's like, oh, uh, before you do that, um, where'd you get your dress? I love that. And it works. Distraction extraordinaire. Especially when she's taken a lot of care in her appearance. Girl to girl. Girl to girl. And so this is when Jim's able, <laughs> Jim's able to break free. And of course he grabs that I shotgun want to break free. And he's like, drop it. And Barb's like, no. Um, oh, Barb's like, you know, you want to kill me. And she's like, do it, do it. And of course, this is when we hear the, the sirens in the background because mm-hmm. Harvey's got Harvey. the cavalry coming. 
And um, you, we knew yeah. the second that Jim showed up in that church, we knew Harvey was going to come and save his ass. Of course he had to, because God knows Jim can't. He has no judgment. <laughs> it's Bullock's job on the show. And so she does kind of start walking toward the gun, but then she immediately runs off. She knows damn good and well Jim, Jim can't kill her. No. And yes, no. Um, she tells uh, Tabitha and the goons to kill Jim, which I kind of was surprised about, but whatever. I think she was just ready to get out. But then he's dead because she's running. Yeah. But she still needs him dead. I don't think she cares at this point That's how he true. died. So she gives the order. She's still killing him. That's true. Maybe. Um, and so uh, they have a shootout and um, he he shoots Tabitha in the shoulder. And I'm like, again, she got shot by Penguin in the previous episode. Is she wearing Kevlar I everywhere? I didn't even notice if it was the same shoulder. I didn't either. I didn't even think to I look. I didn't either. And um, so this is when Harvey shows up. And of course, Jim uh, or Barb runs up. She doesn't run out. She runs upstairs. What? Stupid. And Jim follows. And um, she uh, he, he corners her upstairs. And of course, she still has the knife. Okay, so we get upstairs. She's got yeah. the knife. And there's this big, huge stained glass, glass window. stained glass window. And I was yeah. like, she's going out the window. Yeah. And so uh, they fall through. And um, Jim is Jim is holding on to Barb, and he's holding on to the edge. And um, he's like, and of course, this is such a trope. Hang on. And she's <laughs> like, I love you. And then she lets go and falls. And uh, so the e- she did fall through some trees. That's true. So and so uh, we see we see the EMTs take Barb away, and she's not dead. Evie could make that jump. Anyway, Evie could no, she's not jump. dead. And so uh, Leslie confirms for Jim, which I don't know why Leslie's involved in this at all, because at this point she's 100% victim again. Um, so is Jim. She's in the Barb Kidnap Club. and So um, is Jim. I think she probably has a punch card now. Like oh, 12 yes. kidnaps and you get a free that sub. That was two. So yeah. a sub. Yeah. A sub The whole subway? No, like a sub sandwich. Oh, the sandwich. Okay. <laughs> you just get a free six. Just give her the whole subway. <laughs> She deserves it. Um, and so um, Leslie confirms that uh, Barb is alive, but she's critical. Well, she's half a dozen broken bones. And I'm sitting yeah. there thinking, okay, half a dozen is six. She only has six broken bones. Only six. But this is a good way for them to for them to put her on the sidelines for a while. Like and, she put her can't, in, and put her in Indian Hill. She can't Ooh. be running around doing crazy stuff because she's healing. Okay, okay. So I think that's then the key to a they... good Batman villain is you've got to convincingly be like, let me put them over here while I shuffle through some other villains. This almost has mid-season finale written on it. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder. What is our mid-season finale? What is finale? our mid-season finale going to be? Yeah. Yeah, because they tied up a lot of stuff here. Yeah, they did. And so uh, so we. Uh, now, Jim and Leslie have a little talk. They do. Um, well. She says that uh, after this is all over, we need to talk. And he says, I know. And we're just both there going, they're breaking up. They're going to break up. So much. Um, And so this is when Barnes shows up and he's like, um, Jim tells him about Mayor James. And so, of course, Barnes is like, let's go. The whole damn GCPD loads up. And goes to this, uh, what was it, China Pier or something? China Docks. Like, China Docks. They're all docks. Yeah, it's everything Gotham. is docks. And so they uh, they go directly there and they find 
Mayor James with his little head box. He's still got the head box on. Poor Mayor James, man. Har- Harvey says, what is wrong with these people? Like, Harvey used to work for these people. Come on. Yeah, he did. And so uh, <laughs> Jim opens his little box. <laughs> He's like, opens the door. It's not funny, but it's hilarious. And um, uh, Jim's like, who did this? And Mayor James is like, what the fuck do you think did this, you dumb shit? I'm paraphrasing. Yes. Um, I saw it in the closed caption. And so we go back to Bruce. Mm. And um, he uh, he goes back to uh, Theo's penthouse, but he's brought Alfred, which I thought was nice. And um, He couldn't do this alone. No, and Theo's like, you're making the right decision, which of course means the wrong one. Yep. And uh, Bruce starts to sign, but then he's like, I'm sorry, I changed my mind. And of course, this is when the, again, the entirety of the GCP storms in. <laughs> And um, Theo's like, uh, right away he throws the the folder he was going to give to Bruce yes. in the fire. Yes, because he knows he's caught. Um, yeah. Now, Jim runs into the room and he says to Alfred immediately, get Bruce away from him. Yes. And Alfred does. does it. Yep. Without, Mom and dad working together, man. Without thought, without hesitation. Mm-hmm. Jim says Bruce is in danger. Let's go. It's 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 like he has him on a, a, a on rubber a- <laughs> rubber string. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Bruce. And so <laughs> I love this part because I'm like, this was like there was no provocation. Jim just walks up and just slugs Theo. <laughs> he deserved it. That's how Jim arrests people now, is he just punches you. I think face. he has it's the only way he can do it. <laughs> if he doesn't knock them out first, he will lose. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. He's got to get the first punch. So, um, But I will say Theo held up remarkably well. Theo's like, um, what kind of charges do you have? After he's already tossed the envelope in the fire. Yeah. And Jim's like, uh, you kidnapped and held the former mayor? Which is enough. Yeah. So we That's have that. enough. And um, so this is when Bruce, you know, starts freaking out about the fire. The, the file he turns the fire. into like a five-year-old little boy. And he starts screaming. He's like, he'll do anything. Like a five-year-old little kid would. It broke my heart. So I don't, I, I haven't quite, I'm still at war with myself because I'm like, was it real evidence or was it bullshit? Did he really know? I think he really knew. Because he knew an awful lot about that night. How he knew whether he did it by framing someone or he actually had someone killed. I think he had actually had something in the envelope. Yeah. He had, he, this is a man who plans contingency after contingency after contingency. He has been planning this for years. Yeah. Which is actually kind of surprising that he went the, um, the Mayor James route. Oh. Why not just wait for re-election? He could still have done the whole Jerome thing, but he still would have been the hero. And he still could have maybe taken Mayor James out along with the other opponents like he did. But it's like he's in a hurry. Yeah. I don't know. But yet, you're, clearly, there. this is such a long game. So I don't know. Because even when he met with priest dude or monk dude. The or father or the whatever. The father or whatever he was that showed up. He was like, oh, we've waited this long. We can wait a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But he was in an awful hurry to get Mayor James out of there. Yep. And, and Why that not out, wait till election And that year. turned out to be the nail in his coffin was not only that he 
he was involved in Mayor James's kidnapping, but he didn't kill him. He didn't kill him, and he should have. So he was he's available. What was to he holding him on to I, him for? I don't know. That's why I don't. That's Did, why I was kind of thinking that I kind of thought because we saw in the credits that Richard Kind was going to be in the episode, so we're like, oh, Mayor James is going to be in yeah, it. Yeah, I thought he was going to bring Mayor James out when Bruce kind of was waffling mm-hmm. to be like, he can tell you who who killed your parents. Yeah. Yeah. But then that didn't happen. But then so Mayor James know. is going to blah, 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 Yeah. You know. And so he kept him alive for a reason because otherwise that's just a big loose did, end. Did he really think that Mayor James was such a low-level player? I don't know. Did he Did he know? Now wait. He didn't know Barb was going to tell Jim though because Jim was supposed to be dead. Still though, why keep Mayor James alive? Why, why keep because him alive? Sionis is dead, and all these other Arkham guys are dead. I mean, Theo killed them at the drop he of a hat. took a lot of people out. We still don't know where Aaron is, though. MIA. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We have not seen him in a while. Mm. We haven't mm. seen him since before Jerome died. Ooh. Yeah. Since he beat the shit out of, of Jim. Yeah. It's the last we saw of him. I don't know. So, yeah. Who knows? Um, And so we end with uh with Ed... And he's uh, tracking his sandwich stealer. In the dark. And he finds this trailer in the middle of the woods. And uh, which I thought was great because this is, I, I'm kind of thinking this is the same trailer from before, from the first season. Mm, no. I would like to think so. Yeah, I would like to think so. But, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a different location. It's a different location. It's a much smaller trailer. It's more like something you would tote behind. A camper. A, a camper behind a truck, yeah. not a trailer um and of course uh the door slams open and it kind of like hits ed and he kind of stumbles back and of course this is when oswald comes out and uh he starts begging ed for help and he's like covered in blood oh my mr penguin (laughs) and of course i'm like oh my god they're gonna be best murder friends (laughs) and i kind of ship it you do yeah it's How okay. far the mighty have fallen. I they, thought he they rose met to- once and they did not like no, each other. No, they did not at all. But I always thought Penguin rose to power way too early. Well, and like I, I think I mentioned it last week, Penguin is really entertaining when he's trying to get the power. Yes, he's much more interesting. Not keeping the power. No, so I agree. He His, needed to be the struggle is real. Peg. Yeah, the struggle is real. The struggle is real, and the I enjoy it so much more. So, so yeah. murder besties. Murder besties. I'm excited. So, yeah. It won't last. No. Sorry. No. So. But, but, but at some point, the villains always team up with each other at some point. It never lasts very long. Oh, yeah. In the comics. But they try. Yeah, they come and go. Because I think even, like, Two-Face and Penguin team up at some point. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we've seen... Harvey Dent, who the actor is a regular this season that we've seen in, what, one episode? One episode. He was in the last episode being like, yeah, martial law is going to be great. Poor judgment. Well, he's going to have to come back because now Theo's going to go on trial. I would rather them turn him into Two Face now. Just get it over he with. He's so boring as but just he his doesn't, normal self. But he doesn't become Two Face until Batman. Yeah, because him and him and Bruce are are chums. Yeah, they're real good friends. So, so yeah, I I really kind of hope that this is leading to. Of course, they've got to bring Harvey Dent in. Yeah, he is the a district attorney, even if he's the assistant district attorney at this point. He's going to be involved. There's going to be a trial. Yeah, come on, there's yeah. got to be. Yeah, I would, and I bet we're going to draw something out for the next three episodes. We got three episodes left until the finale, and then I think 
they're going to have to introduce Harvey and Bruce's relationship. It's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And uh, this is a perfect opening for that. And if they don't, they're missing an opportunity. That's right. That that would be a good reason for those characters to meet. And become. And come together. Well, and to to bring Harvey Dent into the circle. Yeah. Because Bruce has got Alfred. Bruce has got Jim. He shouldn't be brought into the circle because he has horrible judgment. But we know it's going to have to happen. But we know it's going to have to happen. Because he is a part of the inner circle until... Maroney throws acid at his face, but Maroney's Maroney's dead. dead. But yeah. So Penguin will have to do it. Yeah. We've had those conversations. Yes. So overall, I thought it was good. Um, I'm glad Barb's not dead because she's way Yeah, we were a little concerned. I was like, I was like, well, I guess that means no babies. I'm like, well, and I think like you can't keep calling it Rise of the Villains if you keep killing all the villains. (laughs) They keep dropping off the side (laughs) of buildings. They're not rising. They're falling. They're falling. So yeah. Yeah. So I think... I think there's going to be some Indian Hill shenanigans sooner rather than later. I don't think we're going to really get into the Indian Hill stuff until second, second half. Back half. Could be. I think this trial. You think that's where. I think this trial is going to take up the next three episodes. Okay. I'm hoping, you know, we'll get that. Get a big cliffhanger like not guilty or some shit. Yeah. Some you know, bullshittery. Some bullshit cliffhanger mid-season finale. Yeah. He's going to, they're going to have to find him not guilty. I don't know. Yeah. Yeesh. Because I kind of think Theo's a little bit run his course. But then again, we've got this whole shadowy still, organization behind him. But we could do that in three episodes. That's true. That's true. But so. Theo has lasted a long... Villains don't last this long on this show. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So... Especially when he just casually tries to buy Wayne Enterprises. Now, if Barbara could also plead her way through saying, I'll give you information if in return... And then get her free somehow. Yeah. I wonder if she can bargain her freedom that way. And then continue to try and her, to marry and, Jim. Well, Jim and Lee are going to break up. Yeah, they are. So, wow. They got a lot of openings here. I kind of like that. And now that we've got Nygma and Penguin meeting, that pulls Nygma into the criminal side of things, whereas he's been kind of isolated. Yeah, he has. So... I think that could be interesting, too. But I still kind of want him at the GCPD. I do, too, because he's want, so much I fun. I want the mole. Yeah. Yeah. I want the mole. Yeah. So that'll be fun. It's, I, I'm really enjoying this season so much more than last season. There's so much potential here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really worried with the first few episodes, the momentum that they built to start with. Because out of the gate. I still have a little bit of a drum hangover. I know. But if they really are going to go that way with Barb. I think I could forgive them for Jerome if they make Barb Joker. That would be really interesting. Because a female Joker, that'd be really cool. With a male Harley. Yeah. You know it'd be really twisted. Twisted Lovers? Uh, As if Butch became her Harley. (gasps) Because, you know, they have that relationship where he had held her hostage. And so it's completely batshit crazy. And he's really mm. susceptible to. But I really miss control. the whole Harley being a doctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You the intelligence do, you behind the stupidity. Do a male Harvey at um, the intelligence. Yeah, the intelligence behind the submissiveness would be really interesting. Now I think the I think as much I, I see where you're going, Butch. That would be cool. But I because he's an established character. But you're right. I, is, I love the whole psychiatrist angle. I think we need somebody with that back i think it would be too much because you're already gender bending to begin with i think yeah. it would be too much of a stretch yeah although he, he's primed for it 
He's very susceptible and to And he control. could end up in Arkham in a heartbeat, but yep. I think the concept of, of pulling staff yeah. would be interesting. I, like, I think it would give her more power. Because we could see little bits of them interacting over several episodes and mm-hmm. seeing him turn. Or hell, you know what? She's by It could be a girl. Could be. Hey, that could go either way. Interesting. She could still have a Harley. She could still have a Harley. Harleen Quinzel. Yep. But they would still be too old. I know. But I don't care because I want to see them and I know we're never going to see Batman. So I'll take what I can get. Well, then you need to go to the unofficial natural fandom fragrances and get your Twisted Lovers, Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah. And smell like them. Plug, plug, plug. Okay, sorry. (laughs) I meant to bring you Jon Snow tonight. I forgot. Oh, yeah, because I still have to smell yeah. that. Um, so I do want to hear from our listeners about this. Absolutely. Particularly about the whole Barb is Joker thing. And theories. That's that's going around the interwebs. It really is. Or do you not think she's going to be the Joker and why? Yeah. Please tell us. We want to yeah. hear from you. I'm very curious. Either way, either side of the fence that you're on. Because I'm or, sure there's strong feelings both ways. Or do you think Butch will become the Joker? Yeah. Or do you think... They're just going to ignore it completely after Jerome and just go, fuck you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, is it going to be seasons longer before we ever get a Joker? Yeah. You know? What do you think? So. That's all I got. Okay. All right. You good? Randomtpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Randomtpodcast at gmail.com. There we go. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.